0: Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter, and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, The Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. a home that reflects who you are and inspires you to become the person you want to be. Where do you start? What are the steps you can take? And how do you learn how to be creative and put that creativity into practice inside your home? If these are questions you're interested in answering, you're in the right place because... Right here, every week, we talk about ways to improve your life by paying attention to the spaces you're living in. So, welcome to the Style Matters Podcast, brought to you by Little Yellow Couch. I'm Zandra, your host, and I'm excited to share with you my slow style approach to creating a home you love, along with some really inspiring interviews with some of the best designers working in interiors. I love talking with people who are passionate about handmade objects for the home, whether it's dinnerware or a vase or a piece of art. In today's conversation, you'll hear from one of those passionate people, Emmy Ellison, founder of Day Morocco. Her mission is to bring the beauty of handmade woven rugs from Morocco into all of our homes. I'll let her tell you her story, starting with her wandering around Morocco, following the trail of the centuries old tradition of designing, weaving, and dyeing these beautiful, soulful pieces. Here's Emmy. Emmy Ellison, welcome to the Style Matters podcast. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thank you so much for having
1: me on. I'm excited to be here.
0: Great. Well, I, I want to jump in with your backstory because I don't know much about it. I know that you've said your first trip to Morocco was one of self-discovery, which immediately piqued my curiosity, like, ooh, what, what's that about? So I kind of want to know what brought you there, you know, kind of what were you looking for? What were you hoping to get out of that trip? And then also, because I know you've traveled quite a bit yourself before that, what were you bringing to the trip? Like, what was your kind of perspective, either on life or work or whatever that you were bringing to that trip? Because I'm trying to understand, like, how did you get from that first trip to Morocco to now this incredible collection of de Maroc products? So originally I'm from North Carolina.
1: My mom was an interior uh, decorator. And so the house was always sort of changing and was just always surrounded with beauty. And it was always edited and very curated. And I think that's really important. Like when you're designing a home or you're trying to create an environment for yourself is to really curate it. Like life is too short to live among things that don't bring you joy. Um, and that was just infused in me as a child without me knowing, you know, to really be deliberate about each piece, where it goes. Um, and that just was sort of where it all started before even knowing where where (laughs) it began. Um, eventually I found my way into film
0: Mm, and was
1: working in the art department under the production designer, David Bamba. Um, and he really was an incredible mentor to me.
0: And what does production design mean for those of us who don't know?
1: Production design is sort of the environment involving everything behind the actor.
0: Okay. Okay. So the scene you're setting, setting the scene. Exactly.
1: And then I stepped away from film work for a while And had two kids who I love dearly, but I needed an outlet. Like, you know, being home with the children, of course, you're nesting. All of a sudden, the grout grout color is the most important thing in the entire world. And if you don't have it changed, (laughs) you're going to have a heart attack, right? You get this nesting instinct. Like, I remember looking at the grout color of my bathroom and being like, I just can't. This just isn't going to work.
0: Right. I cannot live another day.
1: <laughs> exactly. Guess what? It's still the same color grout. I'd totally <laughs> forgotten about it. But at that moment, that grout yeah. color in the bathroom
0: was paramount yes. to my survival. So so you worked in film for a while. You had your kids. And then kind of what happened? I just started getting restless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love to travel.
1: And I travel quite extensively, but I had never made it to Morocco or anywhere in North Africa. I went to London for uh, an art event and I decided it's like a two hour flight from London to Morocco. This is your chance. Just do it. And upon landing in Morocco, it was just an experience explosion of creativity and Mm. joy just the drive from the airport to the hotel it was the sights the sounds the smells the people Uh it can almost be overwhelming and intimidating Uh because it's such a shock but that's what resonated with me
0: and so did you know that you know when you talk about that trip was a lot about self-discovery for you did you kind of Go into it like I am going to go on a trip to kind of figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life. Or did you not, did you just know that you wanted to go and then it turned out to be wow, this has really awakened something in me? I arrived
1: and it hit me. Okay. I didn't know what hit me, but something did. It happened in this really overwhelming, powerful, sort of beautiful way. Mm. Upon leaving, I was so sad. And I got home and I thought, you know, I've always loved textiles. I've always loved design. Here's an opportunity to connect yourself in some way. And I started designing all of these different items based on what I saw in Morocco.
0: Oh, wow. So you were drawing, you were painting. What were you doing? I was drawing and sketching. Yeah. I mean,
1: I bought like the 8,000 marker set. Right, right. Half of them are gone, but you wouldn't know. Now I only have 4,000 markers left. (laughs) But I got a sketchbook and I just started like it was just from all of the different elements. And then it kind of came down to rugs. And I thought, oh my gosh, what if you just started to design modern rugs, but done in the old techniques and the weaving of Morocco?
0: And that makes sense. The textile, because you were already drawn to textile, um, you know, I was thinking there's so much to take from Morocco, so much different kinds of inspiration, spices, you know, the food, the music, the 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 colors. I mean, you could go a lot of different directions in terms of how you want to then bring those sources of inspiration into your life and then produce something from that. And I was wondering, like, why rugs for you? But it's starting to make sense with for me a little bit about that. The, well not only are you passionate about textiles, but of course Morocco's known for rug making. It is um, but then I realized if I was going to put in that sort of passion
1: and that um, time and and care into designing rugs that I needed to go over again and tour around all over Morocco and learn about the history in the different regions and the different techniques and the different colors and why is this region have thin rugs? What why do these this region only have this color? Like I needed to educate myself and, and what I got, did you
0: just drive up and introduce yourself to people or I mean did you how did you access these weavers and these dyers?
1: The souks, like with the rugs where people buy all of the rugs. Those businesses have been in the family. That's generational. You know, you make connections and they make they make introductions. So when I went out there, you know, I I met with my friend who knew a guy (laughs) who had a shop in the Souks. He had connections to people in certain regions. Okay. That guy would introduce me to a rug hunter. Oh. Now, rug rug hunter, hunter. I know rug hunters are really cool.
0: (laughs) I mean, that sounds like a cool thing.
1: It, yeah, like so they go around to like all of the villages, and essentially, you know, women would always be sort of weaving. And when you needed to make some money, the rug hunter would come around and you'd try to sell a rug. That's my understanding of it.
0: Huh, yeah. It, it was a hard
1: lesson to learn, but I learned it quickly. The negotiation and the process and the whole hospitality aspect of buying a rug. Like what? So you go to their homes and they, you know, have a hundred rugs. And in the meantime, you know, they're coming out and they're serving you mint tea and things to eat. And the wife is in the kitchen making a huge lunch. And it's a very slow process. And at first I'd be like, oh my gosh, no. No. Like I only have like four more days in Morocco and it was a process that I had to learn about them inviting you into their home. Like that's an honor.
0: Love it. It's like, it's infused inside into the rugs then this, this idea of, of hospitality. I love it.
1: Right. And so it was, you know, you would go to a rug hunter and I would have Imagine you just go for a day. No, you would stay for like two or three days to go through the process. And wow, you're eating lunch, and they want you. You know, the women will make fun of you because they don't think you've had enough to eat. And in right. the meantime, you've had more <laughs> food than you could possibly eat for years, and yet then they bring out another plate of food, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know. So there's this whole element of and beauty that I that is a part of the process. And that's my favorite part. Despite the fact that you're negotiating, it's done in this really, really like respectful, beautiful mm. way. I mean, you shake hands, you know, there's not like you have a digital signature agreeing on business terms.
0: Wow. First of all, I just want to say, and I, I think that people who are listening right now, I think I bet you, you feel the way I do, which is that, Think about the difference of bringing that rug that has been sourced in this way, infused with the, the 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 hands of the people making them, and the tea and the food, and the colors and the the process. Think about bringing that into your home versus going to, you know, Home Goods and buying a rug that's like half half synthetic and half real and like has no nothing for you. I mean, it's just. This is, this is how I want to continue to build my home. This is, you know, I want these kinds of things in my home. And it might take a while. Maybe you can't afford it all at once, whatever. But this is, these are the kinds of stories that I get so passionate about bringing into people's homes. And, and I'm, I know my listeners right now are thinking the same thing, but okay, questions. One. You mentioned flat weave, you mentioned um, thicker, probably more tufted or maybe higher pile weave, I'm not sure. I'd like to know, you know, what are, what are some of the, the, the main categories of rugs that you sell and what's the differences between them? And, and, and then I also want to ask you about your own designs, but I have a feeling we're going to get to your own designs anyway. So let, let's just talk about those different kinds of rugs that, that you see throughout the country. We'll be back after a quick break. I assume you're here because you want a -a one-of-a-kind, personality-filled home, right? Well, in order to have that, you need to define and develop your signature style. When you do that, you're going to understand how to mix what you already have with new things you find, focusing on who you are and what you love, putting it all together in a cohesive way. So what's stopping you? Well, let me know if this sounds about right. Not enough time, not enough money, and a lack of creativity or design knowledge, which makes you feel overwhelmed and insecure about pulling the trigger and changing things up. This is why I created the Slow Style Society, to help you take action on making your dream home a reality. It's part social club for people who like to just geek out on design, and part hands-on learning experience where you get better and better at making decor decisions for each room in your home. And for the next few weeks, I'm offering all new members an additional one-on-one style session with yours truly. So I'll take you through the lessons so you know exactly what to focus on inside the Slow Style Framework, in what order, and you'll have a personalized support system from me to get you there. Go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society so we can get started right away. Let's not wait for that imaginary perfect time to create your beautiful, meaningful home. Again, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society. Okay, back to the episode. Well so, you know, Morocco has
1: like a vast geography. The high Atlas mountains are like, you know, it's cold, it snows. So they have a very thick pile. You know, so it's cold, they want it to be thick. In the summer they flip it over. There's a summer side. Oh, interesting. Then, you know, you go towards like the desert where there are the more nomadic tribes. Those rugs are really thin. They can be rolled up, wrapped. They're light, you know, mm. they can go with you. You can look at a rug and tell the region immediately if you have the knowledge.
0: Are the colors determined by the different dyes that are available from plants that are local or exactly what, how do the colors vary? Okay.
1: Exactly. So the colors are used, you know, with, na- you know, it's all natural, vegetation, flowers, minerals, spices. So the mm-hmm. region where there's a lot of saffron farmers, a lot of those, all of those rugs most are mainly like have that orange color to them. You know, so you can just dis- you can discern the type of rug and the style of rug and the color of the rug because of the region. When one of those things don't meet like match each other, yeah. you have found something really unique.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So, if someone let's say brought cobalt from the south of Morocco and it's in a big thick Benioran rug, which is probably the rug that people know most, the black and white. If there's like a little bit of blue or cobalt in it, that's rare because cobalt's not in that region.
0: Oh, that's so fascinating. I'm just going to jump in here for a second before we continue with the conversation. I want to make sure you know about one of the ways I can help you out when it comes to your home. One of the frustrations I hear the most is about not knowing what your style is. You want to take a fun quiz and get an answer. I get that. You're looking for a starting place, or maybe you're having trouble mixing it all together, especially when you've got a lot of different styles that you've accumulated over the years. If this sounds like you, please go to our website, littleyellowcouch.com, and download our free style guide to get some help. In it, you'll see that you don't have to lock yourself into one particular style category to create a cohesive feeling. What you need is a new working definition of your unique style. I call the free guide the style mashup because no one style is going to reflect all of who you are. So let's throw that idea out and start looking at our homes a different way. You can easily find the free guide on our website, littleyellowcouch.com. All right, let's get back to the conversation. Okay, so back to this, your idea, your initial idea of designing them versus buying what's already there, and then also the idea of buying vintage versus new. So, kind of where have you landed with all of that? Right now, I've you know I've
1: started the process of um, manufacturing new rug, like new rugs in contemporary sizes. We have our homes are really into big spaces, you know, open home concepts. You know, and in and, and Morocco, those vintage rugs don't exist. They're, they don't have 8 by 10, 10 by 12, et cetera, et cetera. One, because they didn't have the technology. The, the looms used to be wooden. Now they're metal looms, so they can actually facilitate and make these bigger size rugs.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So um, the vintage collection is sort of my pride and joy. Okay. And the new rugs, it, it's the quality It's the craftsmanship. It's not manufactured in a large factory somewhere. It has this heart to it. Like there's a there's a life to it that you that a machine can't give it. You know, Uh, and I think that's what makes the new collection, you know, really special. It's it's authentic Moroccan rub in like contemporary sizes.
0: Well, it's it's I, I love that there's this mix because. There's so much, like you said, soul and history and story to vintage rugs. But at the same time, to employ people who are currently weaving, I mean, it, can t- it makes the tradition continue, right? I mean, if you only ever bought old, old rugs, then people wouldn't have, uh, you know, they wouldn't have a place to sell what they're currently making. So I, I love that there's a mix there. And it's incredible. These women are incredible.
1: I mean, you go out there and they are weaving these really complex rugs just by doing the math in their head. Wow. Um, Most of them are illiterate. This is something that was just sort of passed down from them. And they have these minds, these math concepts, these ideas that they can just do in their head and put on a rug. I mean, it is incredible to see these women weave.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: You know, they were joking around and they had me try to, you know, weave. It did not go well. That video is <laughs> embarrassing and hopefully no one will ever see it because uh, the old women are like, no, no. oh, Yes.
0: No. Oh, I'm sure no. they're just laughing just, so hard. They are yeah. la- Yes. <laughs> yes. And tell us what, I'm going to mangle it so you can correct me. Tell us what Diapha is. Yes, diafa, which is
1: translates as hospitality. So as I had mentioned about going into people's homes and that hospitality and doing business with people, how truly like special it was that you would sit that it was a slow process. I mean, they were overfeeding you, over making sure you were comfortable. You were their guest, so it it was you know the diafa. diafa de morocco so it's more of like a private and personalized experience very similar to what they have in morocco we're replicating that like sort of the heart of the moroccan culture
0: yeah so so the, the mechanics of it so do you have diaffa... Uh, do do you do this like, uh, you know, certain times of year and you, you have a guest list of, of, you know, X amount of people. At this moment, we're doing it by appointment only. Okay.
1: Like our intention is to emulate the same sort of hospitality that I receive when I go to Morocco.
0: Well, it really brings it home for the person who's buying through you, who doesn't have the opportunity to go to Morocco themselves you know it's part of it's part of your education i'm that that you're sharing with with us about you know how they're made and you know the different colors and then and then to to put somebody in the surroundings of of the the mint tea and the and the food and and the conversation and just um it just sounds like a beautiful experience
1: well and i also think it gives the the client the opportunity to learn more about why the rug that they love is so special. I mean, you can look through the rugs and you might have an idea of like, I want this color scheme and we can pull them, you know, that, that specific color scheme. But, you know, when you sort of spend time looking at it like a painting, all of a sudden you might connect to an element that you would not have otherwise have noticed if we were just rushing through the process. It's like, let's sit down, let's have tea, let's have a meal Let's figure out what you want. Let's talk. Let's talk about this rug. Why is it so beautiful? What makes it special? Like they're pieces of art.
0: They really are. That's exactly what I'm thinking.
1: Right. And so it's like when you buy a painting, you're not just going to go in there and rush through it. You know, you buy it because there's a connection. And that takes
0: time it does. And you, and you, it's wonderful if you can get to know the artist, but if not, then the gallery owner who also knows a lot about the artist's process, which you're kind of like the gallery owner. I mean, you're kind of like, look, I've, I've visited the, the studios of the weavers, you know, and I know how they do this and I know why and what the backstory is. And um, just like a piece of art, I mean, I, you know, when you're buying art, uh, you're not, well hopefully you're not trying to match it to your decor right the art is is its own thing and if anything you might try to make sure that the wall color is is doing something for the piece of art rather than the other way around and and I think rugs have that power too i think rugs a whole rooms can be built around a rug and and you might go in like you said with an idea in mind of, like, just colors, let's say. Probably most people don't have patterns particularly in mind, but they at least have colors in mind. And you fall in love with something that's completely different. Like, I'm looking on your website right now, and there's this bright emerald emerald green rug that maybe somebody was going in, and they were thinking that they were going to do, you know, tans and uh, earth colors. And and then after spending time with you and learning about the backstory of this emerald green rug, their entire outlook on their room is going to change, which is so exciting, I think. Exactly. It is exciting. And so that's sort of what the Diapa experience is. This has been such a lovely conversation. And and I, um, I, you know, you're making me want to go to Morocco even more than I did before. Oh, good. Yes. But, but I, I want to wrap up with, with asking you about your personal idea, ideas around why, Style matters, and I, I mean, you know, why do our homes matter? Why does beauty matter? Why does why, why does why do these rugs? It provides the opportunity to express yourself
1: and who you are, and you know, I, I think you know, life is too short to um, not be surrounded by objects that bring you joy. If you are intentional about what you have in your home, to me, that really makes me happy. You know, a rug can change the room entirely because it is a piece of art and it's on the floor. So it adds this warmth, this depth, this dimension that you might not even understand. You know, I have, I layer rugs because some of the vintage Moroccan rugs are smaller and, you know, rooms are bigger. And so you can layer to sort of make your home into like little nooks and nesting areas and places where you sit or you read. I mean, you know, I I think life's, yeah, life's just too short to not be surrounded by things you love.
0: Right. And, and, and I'm also like picturing you right now in your layered rugs and your little nesting spots and the, 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 the tactile feel of the rugs and how much kind of input that gives your body you know in terms of an experience and how oh, it just sounds wonderful
1: i know it, it is really is mm-hmm. you want it to be an
0: active part of your life emmy thank you so much for your time today uh, you, you've given us a lot of
1: Zandra. that was great
0: <laughs> i'm so glad Thanks for listening. If you're looking for more info on this episode, things like photos, links, my own takeaways from the conversation, I'm happy to say that we've just given our website a refresh. When you go to littleyellowcouch.com, click on podcast at the top and then just click on an episode and you'll see the show notes page with all of that extra stuff. And while you're at LittleYellowCouch.com, you can also learn more about my slow style philosophy when it comes to decorating. You can take a tour of my home, get info about our monthly membership, the Slow Style Society, which, by the way, will be opening its doors again in December. And of course, download the freestyle guide so you can get started working on your dream home today. Okay, that's all for now. Have a great day.